the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Lady, the Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. An FBI affidavit justifying the need to search former President Trump's home has been unsealed. The 32-page affidavit is heavily redacted but reveals the seriousness of the government's criminal investigation concerning the improper removal and storage of classified information in unauthorized spaces. The FBI sought a search warrant in part because 14 boxes of classified material, including top-secret documents, had already been recovered from Mar-a-Lago. In a statement, Donald Trump denounced the court-authorized search as a break-in and claimed he has cooperated, saying, we gave them much. Greg Clugston, The White House. And this is SRN News. Mike Gallagher believes the deep state has taken over. They took his passports during the raid at Mar-a-Lago? Uh, I'm, I'm stunned. we got to get our country back. We must get the country back. And November 8, 2022, is coming. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. It's the 10-day adventure you'll remember for a lifetime. It's the Stand with Israel Tour. You'll go to over 40 iconic sites, including the Galilee region, the Jordan River Valley, and more. Register today and see the full itinerary at AM 1280 The Patriot. Com. Your weather today, slight chance of thunderstorms, high of 82. Could, could get some thunderstorms tonight. Then tomorrow, slight chance of thunderstorms, high of 83. Hour one of the Narn with Mitchburg is next right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My show, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 18, almost 18 and a half years, as of next week, 18 and a half years strong, dominating Twin Cities media of all kinds. Daytime radio? Pfft, yeah. Television? Sure. Newspapers? <laughs> Are you kidding? Uh, I mean, look, look at all the columnists who've come and gone since the Northern Alliance has been here. Uh, to paraphrase the boss, I'm still here. They're all gone. I, of course, I mean we. Brad Carlson, the, the closer edition, heard tomorrow from 1 to 3. Uh, Jack Tomczak, the new guy, coming up right next, uh, 3 to 5, here on AM 12A, The Patriot. King Banyan. Saturday mornings, 9 to 11, on her sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, talking economics, doing it every Saturday morning for the last, what, 12 years now? Maybe 13. He started doing it when he was running for the House. Just kept on going. That's what we do here at the Northern Alliance, like like a steam train of truth. We just keep chugging down the track of the Twin Cities media, uh, taking all the twists and turns. Tracks don't twist and turn, do they? Anyway, work with my metaphor here, folks. This is what we do. Great to have you all here. Uh, first uh, weekend of the Minnesota State Fair. I will not lie. I, I am a little wistful about the days where this broadcast used to spend its Saturdays out at the Minnesota State Fair, giving an excuse to go to the Minnesota State Fair at least once a year, twice a year, I guess. For a while there, we were going out there five, six times doing the afternoon show out there, and that was fun as well. But the weekends at the fair 
were always the best. I had a, a ritual that I would follow on those Saturdays. It would be I'd, I'd go to the fair. I'd do the show. I'd always have a uh, Sausages by Th- Cynthia Italian dog on the way up because for my money, and this is not a solicited uh, advertisement in any way, shape, or form. They don't know I exist. They d- they don't know my order every year, even though I've been making the same order every state fair since 2004. Every year there's been a fair, obviously. I uh, didn't go last year or the year before, clearly. But every other year that there's been a fair, I make the same order. They don't remember me. That's fine. Uh, I'm happy to refresh their memory because the Italian sausage sandwich uh, with all the fixings is uh, proof, if any were needed, that God exists and loves us. I mean, in case you need more proof of same. And so that's what I do. I should be going. I I don't have any real reason to go to the fair uh, other than volunteering at a political booth, which I'll be doing sometime next week. So I'll actually make it up to the fair. Uh, Looks like gorgeous weather, not too hot. I remember broadcasting through some especially the first year of the fair where it was tropical heat and humidity, 95 degrees, 90-odd percent humidity, and we were all sitting down at street level that first year at the fair at a couple of folding chairs right up there in the face of the crowd. And I think I, I went through a gallon bottle of water one show that uh, that year. That was, that was uh, it, it's never been quite that bad since then. At any rate, I'll be there. I will be there to endure one of the travails that uh, hits Minnesota this time of year, which is endless references to everything on a stick, whether it's literally on a stick or not. It's it's a punchline, a, a shared cu- cultural punchline here in Minnesota, if you're not here. Uh, the idea that, yeah, we're going to do the show on a stick. All right, never heard that one before. If you're not in Minnesota, by the way, our state fair is famous for having food on sticks. Little thing, I mean, a corn dog or a pronto pup, take your pick. A hot dog with breading on a stick. It's moved to Snickers on sticks, to to other food. I never eat any of them, by the way. I always go for sausages by Cynthia, nothing but. That's all I do at the fair. All I, oh, and there's one, there's one, uh, cheese curd place across the street from where we used to broadcast that does the best cheese curds in the world but that's it that's all i ever do at the fair and uh, anyways jokes about food on sticks i did want to for years actually do a a food on a stick myself i figured this would be my road to to great wealth is a slider on a stick buy a couple cases of white castle sliders get some sticks skewers whatever dip them in batter deep fry them real quick and have a slider on a stick then I looked at the amount of work you have to do to actually get a booth at the Minnesota State Fair. There's a reason these people keep these booths for generations. A, they're a license to print money. I mean, some of these people who run some of these hot dog booths work through the month of August, maybe late July, August, to come in and work some 20-hour days at the fair and make enough money to live the rest of the year. It's just amazing how much money to, uh, changes hands out there at the Minnesota State Fair. And... I'm happy not being a part of it, all things considered. But I do miss going out there and broadcasting at the fair every year because it was a pleasure, genuinely speaking, to meet almost all of you at the Minnesota State Fair. It was one of the weirder experiences in a state full of stri- – and a metro area, in a city, especially St. Paul, full of strident, loudmouth progressives – how few people actually decided to try and and strike up a shall we say conversation with us? I mean, we would have people. I think my favorite was when we were up where O'Gara's is today, just across from the DFL booth. When we had a nice big seated area where people could sit and watch the show, and we were up on a stage, uh, kind of a stage up above the crowd. And and I used to have a mobile microphone ready to go because if someone came into the, the the seating area and tried to strike up a try to yell at us to strike up a conversation, let's just say, I wanted to be able to dash down there with the mobile microphone, and try to engage them on mic, and just say, okay, these things you're saying, let's let's discuss that. They never did. I, my favorite example, and it was not the only time. Several examples like this happened. There was one woman back in 2010, I want to say, Ed Morrissey and I were up on the stage. And this woman walks into the middle of the seating area, had a pretty full house, as usual, and she starts yelling up at the stage from the middle of the crowd, single payer now, 
single payer now. And she's probably a little old lady, probably pushing 70 years old at the time. And I I turned. and I re- It was a little too high to vault over the stage, over the fence, kind of a long way down. There were people down there anyway. So I went dashing out the back door through the back of the studio with a mobile mic saying, wait, 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 we got to talk, we got to talk, we got to talk. And I right through the door, and she was already gone. I don't know. I mean, she's like a 70-year-old, 5-foot, 2-inch lady. And she took off out of there like she was Florence Joyner-Kersey. I don't know where she came up with that kick. That woman could bolt. And she was gone, lost to the crowd. I, I wound up hanging out in the crowd till the break, talking with people. Always a lot of fun. Usually the only problems we had were people walking by, usually with DFL or public employee union T-shirts on, and they would send us a a one-fingered signal. They would extend a middle finger towards us, to which I inevitably replied, yeah, we are number one. They, They didn't get the joke. They kept walking. Again, they would not engage. But for the rest of the audience that came out to to engage and have fun and enjoy the show, those are some of my favorite memories of all these years doing this show is being out on on stage, on scene, at the Minnesota State Fair, especially at our booth that we had down on, on Dan Patch, right, across the, right inside the main entrance, right across from the DFL booth, where the O'Gara's patio area is today. That used to be our studio and seating area, and it was the best. It was also the best because when I had little kids at home, and I want to take them to the fair. We knew we always had an air-conditioned place out of the crowd to go take the kids to and get out of the crowd and out of the heat and let them uh, let them relax for a little bit and kind of decompress. I know it was one glorious year. My my son got extremely – he was 9, 10 at the time, I think. He got a little overtired and, yeah, passed out on the little picnic table we had backstage. That was those. That was the way to go to the Minnesota State Fair. And, of course, we don't have a studio out there now and – not uh, <laughs> don't have any ins with anyone else who's going to let me into an air conditioned uh, facility. So I'll just be out there wandering around in the crowds with the rest of you. And and as our guest, our, our star guest, our first year at the Minnesota State Fair, Mike Nelson, who was first the head writer and then the star of Mystery Science Theater three thousand back in the nineteen nineties, early two thousands, said when he appeared on the show back in two thousand four, he pointed out. Something that's a line that's stuck with me ever since, the low, these, these 18 years since then, is that people at the Minnesota State Fair walk with two speeds, slower than me and much slower than me. And that is absolutely the case. I, going to the Minnesota State Fair is this zen-like exercise in patience. It's like, okay, you'll get there. You're going to be trundling along just as fast as the is the somewhat Rubenesque couple that is ambling along at about half a mile an hour, looking at everything and slowly taking bites off of their Pronto pups and digging out sweet Martha's cookies over and over again. It's like, okay, I will get there. My destination will be there whether I'm there in five minutes or 15. Take a deep breath, relax, become one with the universe. And that's really the only way to get through walking around the Minnesota State Fair. If you're a tall guy who likes to walk fast. Anyway, that's all going to be at the Minnesota State Fair. One thing that's not going to be at the Minnesota State Fair is Governor Waltz debating the, the traditional debate at the Minnesota Public Radio booth uh, with, Gov- uh, with uh, Senator Scott Jensen. Uh, he, he's ruled out... Uh, coming out to the Minnesota State Fair. He said, by the way, that he wants to go do a debate at a place with a little, and his term was broader audience. So let's break this down. Instead of debating in front of an audience of all of Minnesota, live and in person at the Minnesota State Fair, face-to-face with the sweaty mob that he governs, He would rather have a debate with a, quote, broader audience. And mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, that, quote, broad audience will be a League of Women Voters debate hosted by Professor Dave Schultz in the student union at Hamlin University, tucked away in a corner of the union out overlooking Snelling Avenue in a place with tightly controlled admission, broadcast on Twin Cities Public Television, TPT Channel 2, around the state, to an audience a fraction of what would listen 
to that debate at the Minnesota State Fair. You might want to ask, gee, why would that be? Oh, I don't know. We'll look into that when we come back from break. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Oh, yeah, the fun is just beginning. Go nowhere. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back not available in gas in New Jersey Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget our August Regnery Book of the Month is We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America by lawyer and commentator Kurt Schlichter. Uh, A woke mob stands in the way of patriotic resurgence in our country, but Schlichter believes our decline is reversible. You know what? So do I. Forget Schlichter. I believe it, too, but he's got the book. Anyway, sign up. You can win an autographed copy uh, at the Freedom Fan Club site at am12athepatriot.com. Regnery Publishing, by the way, is owned by the same people that put this show on the everyday Salem uh, media. So uh, enjoy while you can. Northern Alliance Radio Network, am12athepatriot. Governor Klink is avoiding the debate. We've talked about this for a few weeks now. Governor Klink is avoiding debate. And and by the way, thankfully, some of the Republican information is starting to come out about the election here. I, I've, I, I've observed for many years that the state fair is about the time when people, middle Minnesota, starts to pay attention to things like statewide races. Not all of them, but they start to. I mean, any polls released before the state fair any dirt thrown out there, any ads uh, that, that are presented to people before the state fair are largely there to convince caucus goers and primary voters who tend to be, in descending order of, of precedence, the true believers, the people who really, really do enjoy getting involved in politics. I mean, who goes to caucuses but the true believers? 
and who goes out to primaries, but the slightly less true believers. But now it's state fair time, and people start to pay attention. Not everyone. There's a big glob of the population out there who will not care about the election until Tuesday morning, and they see on the news or read online, it's election day. Oh, I better get out there. I wonder who I should vote for. They're out there. God love them. They tend to vote by knee-jerk reactions or how the, their, the way their family vote, the way their friends vote, the way their co-workers say to vote, the way they get log-rolled into voting by their social circle. It happens. But people in the middle, people who aren't zealots one way or the other or people who don't, who, who, who don't forget about it to the last minute, start to pay attention right now. And when you see what's going on in this state, you can see why Governor Klink might want to duck the debates. Alpha News came out, uh, Alpha News, which is becoming uh, a, a pure show prep site for talk show hosts in the Twin Cities, had a great graph that came out uh, yesterday showing the, the, the extent to which Minnesota students have been meeting their standards. Now, applying standards to high school kids itself is a little kind of scattershot, but it's all we have to go by to try to compare apples to apples for how kids work. I, I have my problems with the ideas of standardized testing and, and the idea of trying to apply statewide standards to kids who are individuals, have their own way of learning, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Fact is, it's the only apples to apples yardstick we have. And if you're Governor Klink, you've got to be looking at and going, oh, heck no, I'm not debating Scott Jensen today. <laughs> You look at the standards in the state of Minnesota for this last five years. In 2018, 57.2% of Minnesota students met standards for math. And by the way, those standards are low. They're low bars indeed to overcome. 59.9, just shy of 60% of Minnesota high school students, met, or students in general, met the standards for reading. And when it came to science, 52.0%. That was 2018. Uh, in 2019, the math scores dropped to 55% from 57.2. The reading scores, 59.2, down seven-tenths of a point from uh, from the year before. And science, well, that dropped all, about a point and a half, down to 50.7%. This is bad. I mean, half of Minnesota's high school students meet the standards when it comes to science. And the standards that we're talking about are the standards that allow someone to grow to adulthood in the state of Minnesota and believe that gender is a construct and that men can be women. So the standards are not that useful. There's a gap in the numbers, though. 2020, when there was no standardized testing because nobody was in school because Governor Klink shut the schools down completely and gave students basically a year of either Sisyphean frustration dealing with online learning, which was not learning at all, at least not in a school context. You can learn plenty online, good and bad, as long as it's self-directed and you're motivated to learn it. Actually, there's some teaching models that work very well that way, but the public schools are not them. So when they started collecting numbers again, where are we at? In 2021, math scores were down to 44.2%. That's down from 55% two years earlier. Down 11 points almost. Reading scores down to 52.5, down from 59.2, almost 60 points a year before that. So reading scores are down eight points in, two, in three years. And the uh, and and by the way, science scores forty three point one down seven and a half percent from twenty nineteen, and it's just been getting mostly worse, mostly worse. Twenty twenty two math scores forty four point eight, actually up just a, a bit, but that's a dead skunk bounce. It could hardly get any worse. I mean, if you answer C on all of the standardized tests, you're going to get a passing score in some of these tests. Anyway, math scores back up just a little bit to 44.8, which let's make sure we're aware of this, is still 13, uh, 12 and a half points below 2018 levels. That's down a fifth. Reading scores down to 51.1, still in free fall, still almost pushing 20 points below 
I'm sorry, pushing 10 points below where they were in 2018. That's a fifth. And science scores down to 41.3. Again, down 10 percentage points from 2018. That is the school performance during Governor Klink's four years in office. He inherited, in 2018, a school system that wasn't doing well. And by the way, these are the overall scores. It doesn't even bother getting into uh, to, to the scores behind our achievement gap, wherein African-American students in Minneapolis and St. Paul schools do considerably worse than they do in other districts nationwide, including Detroit and New Orleans, especially New Orleans, because New Orleans went all charter. And they have, with their issues uh, notwithstanding, they've done much better down there. They've improved Uh, perhaps not since the pandemic. But you compare this with the results of students in, say, Florida, which never closed its schools for a significant amount of time, didn't stay shut down for a whole year, isn't still messing with with district uh, distant learning. Their scores held steady. States that didn't shut down or kept the shutdowns minimal as possible, which is pretty much synonymous with red states, their students' performances are not dropping 13 points for math. They're they're not dropping 8 points for reading. They're not dropping 10 points and change for science in three years. Put in plain numbers, dropping 15 to 20% of where they were from four years ago. So if I were Governor Klink, I might avoid a debate myself. It gets worse. Uh... During the riots, there was one episode. But there were so many unbelievable episodes that happened during the riots. I can remember them clearly from two years ago. Sitting up in the wee hours of the morning, watching buildings burning, watching East Lake Street and, for that matter, University and Snelling get burned, get looted, get pummeled, get vandalized uh, under six inches of paint. I'm being facetious, but only barely. I... Remember watching dumbfounded as the mayor of a major American city stood looking into the cameras like a deer in the headlights and being asked, so what's the plan? And responding, plan? What do you mean plan? Like like he'd gone a couple rounds with, with, with Muhammad Ali in his prime and, and looking like he, he was just been hit by a taser until word came that Donald Trump had tweeted about him, in which case then suddenly he rallied and came up with a statement to fight the real enemy, not the rioters, not the people burning the city down, not the people running the good people off the streets, but President Trump, the real villain. <laughs> For that, but, but nothing perhaps and I'm only being a little facetious here, almost nothing shocked and amazed me as much as watching Julie Nelson from Channel 11. I watched her coverage. And watching her on live television as the footage of Minneapolis burning went out live over the television. And Julie Nelson asking, we've been calling, trying to get, responses from the governor's office about what the plan is, about what's going to happen. By the way, this was after two nights back-to-back of rioting, perhaps a third. This may have been the Thursday night broadcast when Minneapolis had been burning, where cities had been, had the city had been looted, where St. Paul, had, had the rioting had spread to, where the third precinct was already a charred ruin. And she's on the air live talking about demanding the governor pony up some information. Nobody's responding. These are people who have been on first-name bases, trading phone numbers, exchanging text messages, going out and drinking together for crying out loud for, for months and years. And suddenly they've gone silent in the middle of the night during a riot. And Julie Nelson, anchor at Channel 11, is going, where are these people? Live, on mic actually breaking the Democrat narrative, which is unheard of in the Twin Cities media, 
And by the way, this last week, uh, interviews about that subject taped for students at the U of M on a Zoom meeting were leaked out to the public. Uh, an interview that the, uh, the Star Tribune and the rest of the media been, and the University of uh, Minnesota School of Journalism has been hiding very deliberately from the public since then. Even more damning, going into details about the level to which uh, the, the media was shut out. The friendly media was shut out, to say nothing about us plebs. So I could see, perhaps, why the governor wants to dodge these debates. Uh, Stephen Lowell, running for Minnesota State Senate in District 52, joins us next. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. When it comes to investing in your house, do you want to know what one of the most confusing items there is to make decisions on? Windows. We are talking massive price swings, every salesperson telling you something vastly different, and very little useful information online, which opens the door for salespeople to overcharge you. Hi, I'm Ryan with My Three Quotes, an expert on your side. I've worked with many of the top window brands and installers in the Twin Cities and can give you the pros and cons of each. That's what you get when you call me to stop by and measure your windows. We'll talk options that best fit your needs, whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, and you'll receive quotes from multiple contractors just a few days later. There's no obligation to buy, but if you do, I'll be there to help you write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, I provide the same free service for siding and roofing. Window lead times are extra long right now, so set up an appointment today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. For years, we've proudly installed quality roofs and gutters for people all across Minnesota. But did you know that in parts of the metro area, we also install windows and siding? Our expert team has been installing windows and siding for years, and we have recently increased our resources to serve you better. We install high-quality, time-tested window brands such as Thermotech and Marvin, and we're a certified installer of LP SmartSide products. We've found that we can better serve you by providing full-service exterior solutions. So if you've been thinking about siding or windows on your home, check out our website, thekingdombuilders.com. Click on siding or windows and see if we service your area. Remember, we're not salespeople, just great window and siding installers. You can also give us a call at 612-900-9166. 612-900-9166. All of us come from somewhere. All of us have origin stories. From executive producer Larry Elder. Divine Providence was clearly operating in the lives of black Americans. And director Justin Malone. When I was growing up, we were never taught that America was bad. We were raised to love America. Comes the continuation of their 2020 hit film, Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom Part 2, an American odyssey. Available on Salem Now. You know, that's the song of the Cardinal. And Cardinal happens to be my last name. Hi, it's Bob Cardinal with Calhoun Companies. If you're considering buying or selling a business, I'll walk with you. From defining an exit strategy to succession planning, for peace of mind and to ensure the process goes smoothly, put my three decades of business buying and selling experience to work. Call 952-564-3806. 952-564-3806. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 The Patriot. Hey, don't forget, we got a 10-day adventure you will remember forever, the Stand With Israel Tour. Coming up November 30th through uh, December 9th, explore over 40 iconic sites, including Galilee, the Jordan River Valley, Jerusalem, the Gola, all the while getting expert insight on the land and the people and everything in history. You'll be joined by Dinesh D'Souza, Sebastian Gorka, who will be broadcasting live on the trip. Ensuring this is a memorable, special trip for you. Go to am12athepatriot.com, register today, go to Israel. It will be the time of your life. I've heard from people who've been. It is absolutely the best. So, uh, get your hat on, get your makeup on, maybe even uh, wear, say, if you're female. Okay, it was a stretch. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. 
It won't be misplaced, but it's just not my style as, as a traditional cis male. Where were we? Oh, yeah, elections coming up. Perhaps you've, you've heard about them. And with us to talk about a particularly interesting campaign, which involves some of my favorite people in the world, uh, our next guest joins us. Uh, Stephen Lowell uh, joins us, uh, who is the GOP endorsed candidate running for the Minnesota State Senate in Senate District 52. Stephen, welcome to the broadcast today. Thank you, Mitch. It's great to be here. Great to have you here. Now, uh, we'll, we'll go to the, the so-called elephant in the room in just a moment here, but uh, let's talk a little bit about you first. Uh, where, where you come from, tell us a little about, about your background, and uh, just introduce yourself to the world. So I was, uh, I was born right downtown St. Paul, born okay. at, uh, back when it was still called uh, uh, Ramsey Medical Center. Oh, yeah. It's now called Regions. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I grew up uh, incredibly, incredibly poor, okay. outrageously poor. I, um, you know, five years old, rode my bike all over the midway <laughs> by myself. Yep. In the 80s, you could do that. Oh, yeah. I freaked out. Um, yeah, I went to all the usual public schools, you know, went to, went to Johnson, went to Tartan. Yep. You know, I mean, it, it, was, a, it was a pretty, pretty normal relatively poor minnesotan life yeah uh so, so midway south of thomas uh, you must have been uh i want to say north uh so the the place i i have most of my youngest memories from before that it gets a little spotty uh-huh. is going to be on uh on minnehaha oh i live on so, minnehaha like just just off of university a couple blocks down from university i know it well no i live on minnehaha so i, I know it very well we, we may have been neighbors at one but we'll have to catch up during the break here <laughs> anyway so from riding your bike around uh, minnehaha you have somehow found yourself up in senate district 52 tell us a little bit about that journey so i guess um i, I never really had uh, any crazy aspirations i went from entry-level job to entry-level job i'm about as nobody as nobody's get done basically nothing remotely famous and um i guess up all the way up until the uh all the way up until the riots and stuff that went on and i don't really have any interesting or cool stories to tell besides you know i've been around the kind of people that we should have more of in politics in so many ways people who actually vote for all the regular uh, schnooks in the middle absolutely uh so so Again, you're a fairly normal person from the sun. In fact, in fact, maybe the prototype of the normal Minnesotan in so many ways. So what prompted you to throw your hat in the ring to run for the Minnesota State Senate? Honestly, it was the riots. Okay, tell me more. So I, as, I, as I said, I, I grew up here. It's, it, this is like, I, I, love, I love the phrase small town Minnesota yeah. because that's what Minnesota is. It's, it's this tiny backyard, next door neighbor kind of place. Uh, you know, people tend to, at least when I was a kid and growing up, people tend to knew their neighbors pretty well. Yeah. I, you know, I'd been, you know, yelled at by my parents because I was, you know, found by a neighbor doing something that I shouldn't have as a child. Right. And they knew exactly who my parents were. And so they knew about it and uh, and stuff like that. And that, that's a kind of community cohesion I think we've lost. We, and that kind of thing, it, it, it's, it's been so just deafeningly quiet in this state my whole life. And, it, and for much before yeah until of course 2020 2020 and and boy i i feel your pain there because i i still live in the midway and yeah the pharmacy down the street lloyd's pharmacy which has been around literally for 100 years it gets torched by a bunch of sniveling little white kids in riot wear and yeah i did see part of it uh, because i live up the street and seeing that in my neighborhood our neighborhood got me so mad i think it boy if there's ever time i was tempted to grab a mob of people with baseball bats and bricks and get downstairs and push back or down the street and push back. And I'll tell you what, there's a couple of businesses up and down, and I'm not going to say which because a woke mob will no doubt go crazy. But there's a, pe- a couple of people they are up on their roofs going full bore Koreatown, and I have been leaving them 40% tips ever since then. Because <laughs> this is real America. And by the way, they're, they're immigrants. So it's like, this is the America that I want to support. But we digress. Uh, the riots galvanized your opinion. You, are, you have uh, gotten into politics. Presumably, I, I mean, were you especially active in politics before 2020? No, I was the, uh, the, the average Minnesotan. In fact, I only registered with the Republican Party as of, I want to say, uh, maybe a hair over or a hair under two years ago now. There's an awful lot of stories like that out there here right now. So let's, uh, let's talk about your campaign here. First of all, Senate District 52, where is that at? Uh, so that encompasses almost all of Egan. A little okay. bit of Egan is left out, but that's almost all of Egan. A chunk of Burnsville ends up against 35 Black Dog Lake uh, over Sorry. by the golf course. And then uh, it goes all the way up to uh, the top of Mendota Heights. It's a, a, a good, it's not all of, but it's a good chunk of Mendota Heights. All of the small town of Mendota yep. and uh, four, four whole houses in Lilydale. I guess I'm sitting here thinking, oh, yeah, of course that's it, because this is the district the station is in right here. 
And of course, I'm, it's been 51 forever, like through a couple of districts. It's always been 51. And I've been interviewing 50 from 52 House candidates here so far. So it's like I should have remembered. But here we are. Yes, the district this station is in right now. So uh, now, now the 52. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you're hearing uh, as you campaign around uh, Egan and the rest of uh, the, 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 the polyglot area that, that is now 52. Well, I found that like so the center in Minnesota, especially in the metro, is uh, seems to seems to lean kind of with the wind. Yeah, and uh, and and while I think that that's uh, I think that that's somewhat unfortunate, I also think that there's a there's a degree of versatility to it. Yeah, I think that it's it's helpful, it helps to respond to certain issues as they arise. But there's been incredible, almost irreparable damage done to what I would describe uh, in a very philosophical sense the conversation. Yeah, because people's bodies of information and data intelligence are so incredibly different. Yeah. As a result of this, people lose the ability to directly converse to come up with amicable conclusions in their discussions. Yeah, and that occurs the most, we'll say animatedly if that's even i'm, I'm gonna make that word up i'm it making works. that word up right now so it's my first motion and uh and so like it becomes very very uh, volatile when it comes from the other sides of the aisle yeah and so they're like you know for example you know people are discussing the dropping test scores in, in education yeah strangely enough there are people on the other side of the aisle that are going to tell you that test scores have never been higher they don't know what the heck you're talking about yeah because their body of information is different exactly. they're li- living in a literal different universe from you and it's not because they're bad people they're just reading the wrong stuff and they're getting there and they're accepting their echo chamber as the absolute truth that happens on on the right side as well i mean there are there are people who are part of i'll charitably say the trump personality cult who are who get their information from an echo chamber that differs from mine as a right. fire breathing Reagan conservative who is inclined towards their side of the aisle? But I'm thinking, I just you, you took a turn I cannot follow there. Anyway, we'll we'll come back to that, and and we're, and we're seeing that in the the episode that has perhaps made you one of the more famous. Republican candidates from Egan in quite some time here. You you made a remark uh, that got caught up. Uh, by a tracker, I presume you're at, you're at an event, and presumably by a tracker filmed you saying it because that's what they do. Is all these interns from the McAllister Poli Sci Department go out to uh, Republican <laughs> events and film, looking for anything that they can make hay out of here. And by the way, I'm sure they're listening right now. Trackers, roll your tapes. Yeah, Ask actually, your parents what a tape is. Anyway, so yes, fun, fun fact: it wasn't a tracker. Oh, it wasn't? No, it was not. Um, no, the Dakota County Patriots uh, get-togethers remain pretty uh, pretty consistent. Those guys are okay. uh, they they keep a clean house. Okay, and uh, they they have some pretty great uh, pretty great measures. In fact, uh, the missus recorded my whole speech, which was six minutes and forty seconds. Most of the world is familiar with about two minutes and seventeen seconds of it. Yes, but, uh, the whole speech is about six minutes and forty seconds long. And my better half recorded it. I recognized the angle, yep. and there was only one camera from that angle recording. So I know exactly where it came from, and I posted it on my Facebook page. Fair enough. It wasn't exactly something that I intended to hide. It wasn't some secret speech to my base. <laughs> right, <laughs> like yeah. it's just it's kind of preposterous, right? So yeah, that, that was uh, that was quite uh, uh, quite unexpected. So if some so so I guess uh, DFL, if you paid a tracker to go get that, you you deserve a refund. You could have gotten it off my Facebook page. And like end of the day, <laughs> there's nothing remotely controversial about the speech. It's a lot of uh, in what you hype. said, and 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 the, the the headline, the tagline that everyone says you said you 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 said if we don't. Well, I'll let you. I don't want to misstate oh, you. No, you said, it's okay. Yeah. I, so many variations of the of the phrase that I used have been used over the course of time by famous people, not the least of which Frederick Douglass and uh, Malcolm X. Yes. Now, granted, <laughs> they meant these in a very different way of saying it, but the the sentiment remains relatively intact. Right. And the sentiment is simply that we organize power in. In, in human civilization, usually via something we describe as government. Yeah. Now, when governments, like, like governments, people are, are, you know, some people are for them, some people are against them, you know, there, there's always some, some go-between. But, like, generally speaking, governments that exist long enough to be called governments are usually something that most will agree on. Right. And most will trust to do whatever's in their best interests when the time arises. Now, when people stop having that faith yeah. that the government will do what is best for them, you get a level of instability that is almost always, it's almost exclusively incredibly dangerous. And yeah. it's not because a particular group hates a different group. That's usually not, not what it is. It's usually, A, there are various different groups, even within the government, that may vie for, say, superiority in a particular sense. Right. Like, for example, maybe the FBI, who knows? Um, like, there are different groups that, that may be looking to move up. And when instability or chaos takes place, I'll take a line from Game of Thrones here, chaos is a ladder. Yep. Especially for the, the people who aren't really good enough to climb by themselves. Oh, yeah. And so the phrase was, we have to vote with ballots before we have to vote with bullets. 
And it's abs- that, that is an absolute truth, because throughout all of human history, once human societies got big enough to have, quote, governments, end quote, in the vast majority of all human history, really until the dawn of the American experiment, government uh, was the government was very analogous to a mafia family right. <laughs> where, where the, the government is the people who had the power and the ruthlessness to, to come out at the top of all the rest of, of the lieutenants and, and had the ruthlessness to stay there. And up until and, and it's still, by the way, the rule in much of the world today. And, and so we, we have this unique, almost unique, uh, exp- we led this almost unique experience through all of human history of self-governance entirely by peaceful transition of power, which is a marked uh, transition from the way governments changed power and allocated power through all of human history, usually via swords, garrots, and bullets as, to, as the technology uh, advanced to that point here. And the idea that, that a little hamster like Ken Martin, I called Ken Martin a hamster, and if he wants to bring me some white claws, we can bury the hatchet, because I know he's got some on him. Uh, if uh, he's, He said, well, it's, you're, you're fomenting violence, which is what they do every time a Republican mentions uh, the, the realistic possibility of what life is like if we don't maintain the civil society, which was a point you made. And a point which the little hamster Ken Martin has been bastardized to try and whip up uh, some sort of some sort of controversy around your candidacy here, which is, I guess you should be flattered that they think their candidate needs the defense against that sort of a cheap shot defense against someone like you. We'll talk. Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, I I was just going to say it's uh it, it's it's truly uh it, it's truly truly a travesty. I think that like. The, the way the the way the DFL has has clear and, and what's really funny is this is not even just words taken out of context. Yeah, this is out and out libel. These are things that I never said, and you could not no reasonable person could re, could could extrapolate from this, the things that I've said. Absolutely, as, as a bit that I've been doing since two thousand five, uh, two thousand fifteen, I should say, is going through the list of symptoms of clinical narcissism, the way the way <laughs> abusers treat their victims. And projecting, gaslighting, and strawmanning and log rolling them in this way is is something that in a in a spouse would be considered domestic abuse. But Ken Martin is just doing that to all of society. Uh, we're talking with Stephen Lowell, GOP endorsed candidate for Senate District Fifty Two. You got questions or comments, feedback of any kind? Uh, give us a call six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Do you suffer from lower back pain, knee pain, foot pain, or fallen arches? Do you? If yes, just stop and write this magic word, G-Defy, G-D-E-F-Y. What is G-Defy? G-Defy is the footwear designed by Gravity Defier Medical Technology with the worldwide patented VersoShock sole. Their shoes are clinically shown to relieve pain by a double-blind clinical study conducted by Oliveview UCLA Medical Center. You can try a pair for 30 days with free corrective fit orthotic inserts. If you're not satisfied, just return the shoes for a full refund and keep the free orthotics as a gift. Put an end to suffering. Save $20 and get free shipping from Gravity Defier when you go to gdefy.com slash radio and use code radio. That's g-d-e-f-y dot com slash radio, code radio. You have nothing to lose but your pain. Often the size of the fish grows each time you tell the story. The roller coaster gets a little taller and the starry night sky gets even starrier. That's because the magic of some Minnesota moments is hard to put into words. The memories that become part fact, part feeling, but 100% real. Plan your dream trip at ExploreMinnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. 
We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single, and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at Key ccdcapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Thefishtwincities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at thefishtwincities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. AM 12A, The Patriot. Hey, you want to give a shout-out to your favorite host? Say, someone who's been doing a show every Saturday for 18 years, 1 o'clock to 3? Uh, have a topic suggestion for our host? Uh, shows? Uh, either way. I uh, just want to pass along your thoughts on the day's big news. You have a question about uh, half-off deals, whatever. Send us a text message. Our text feature is back on for uh, the free AM 12A, the Patriot app. Just click on text at the bottom menu bar and let us know what is on your mind. We want to know. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, go nowhere. The fun is just beginning. We're talking with Stephen Lowell, GOP-endorsed candidate for Senate District 52. Before we go any further, i got to make sure people know how to get a hold of you, how to donate, how to volunteer, all the stuff that you need. How can people find out more about your uh, candidacy? Sure. The uh, So my campaign website is at, at – uh, uh, Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, the number four, and Senate, S-E-N-A-T-E dot com. Very simple. Uh, there's a donate page on there. Uh, the the uh, sort of uh, the order of Stephen, number four, Senate is my handle pretty much everywhere. Okay. I'm most active on Twitter, but I do respond back in all of my socials. And um, I run them like a regular person because I am a regular person, uh, yeah. not a professional politician. Yeah, no uh, Republican candidacies here inside the 494, 694 circle. And I know we're just a little bit outside of that. But in the first two tiers of suburbs tend to be small operations. So what kind of help do you need? Uh, f- uh, money, obviously. I mean, financial help is always important, especially when you're up against the machine in Egan but uh, and Burnsville and the whole area here. But what, what other kind of help could you use from people? I mean, mostly it's just uh, – it's just things like uh, things like door knocking, volunteers, things like that. Um, I've been running a I've been running a ghost ship. I'm pretty much a one man army. I don't uh, I don't have a campaign team. I, uh, I there's there, there's a lot of details to that. But at the end of the day, um, we we as a nation have become very dependent upon career politicians. Yeah. And so if you don't plan this out like it's your it's your next big job. Mm-hmm. You are severely handicapped as to what you can accomplish. So, uh, oh yeah, and but, the GOP you know, has always had to depend on volunteers to get everything done. We don't have a entire class of of young political science students coming out of Hamlin and, and Concordia and McAllister just dying to go out there and work for nonprofits uh, for decent money. Actually, we don't have that. We've got we've we've got volunteers, and they. And they move mountains when they have to. And we're going to need them to this time around here because the opportunity is definitely there. So let's talk about uh, you. If you uh, catch a tailwind, get yourself into the Minnesota State Senate. Uh, let's talk about uh, what, what voters in this district can expect from you. What, what's your agenda when you get to St. Paul? Well, A, number one, because I have a huge issue with the way career politicians specifically, but really any politicians, uh, tend to get elected and serve their voters, not their constituents. Right. And that concerns the crap out of me because I, I hate seeing something going on in like the uh, whatever, maybe maybe federal, maybe state. Yeah. And I look at my uh, you know, I, I look at my my local leadership and I, I see a bunch of Democrats running things and I have zero faith if I call them and say, hey, I feel very uncomfortable with this and I think it should be a different kind of way. They're going to give me the time of day. Yeah. And I've tried before and it does not go anywhere. Yeah. And it's incredibly unfortunate <laughs> because, of course, the first thing they want to know is, are you a voter? Yeah. Well, what's your what's your full legal name? And um, and, and whereabouts do you live? Are you affiliated with anybody? And it's like, man, listen, I, I live in your district and I just want to be represented. I don't know what the deal is. Oh, but yeah. That's been the that's the, and that's a, it's not an uncommon story. Oh, yeah. And the first the number one thing I want to do is establish a degree of communication with people who both vote for me and don't. Because whoever runs your Senate district, you should have a 100% open door of communication with. I don't care if it means lunches. I don't care if it means just sitting down at the office and having a conversation. So I want to make a very public motion of that. Because yeah. I, I do understand that when elected, I will represent both the people who voted for me and the people who didn't. 
Yeah. And I and that's something I'm very excited to further. Oh yeah. No, I I, I feel that because I, I again living in the Midway, I've got Rena Moran as my representative. And it's like if you don't walk into her office in a in a suit made out of checks from public employee unions, she just does not have the time of day for you. And I don't have one of those. My tailor doesn't do papers. Oh, so gee. that's right. <laughs> so uh so Stephen Lowell uh, running for the uh, Minnesota Senate in District 52 here. So uh, what, t- tell us a little about the campaign. I mean, what are you doing out and about there? Uh, you got, got another door knocking well, circuit yet? Right. So I, I did. Uh, so I have done a little bit of door knocking. Okay. That's been uh, uh, that's been an interesting endeavor because, of course, you, you get this. Like anybody who doesn't run for office it is going to be a little on the. Uh, we'll just say underinformed side because you, you yeah. would not. You would never need to know this if you didn't. Yeah. So your your access to information to door knock comes directly from your party. Yeah. So unless they are particularly interested in extending it to you, it's something that you don't necessarily get a ton of easy access to. So right. and, and you don't like you need usernames from the et cetera. So I only recent got recently got my username to to do that just uh, like a month ago. And uh, it, it's been uh, it's been a bit of an adventure. And of course if I knew more about campaigning and I was if I was a career politician, I would know that that would have been something I needed to demand up front. Yeah. But of course, you know you don't get that stuff out in that particular order. Yeah, I don't know why the GOP has to be that. I mean, battling over lists is the bane of my... I, I took four years off from the party just because listening to people yapping about lists and who gets them and who's trying to get them, I just ah, it drove me crazy. I'm back involved now, and more right. power to you getting that done. So it has to be done, and people... You know, party, if you're listening out there, Minnesota GOP, straighten your act up here. This is just annoying... As, as can be. At any rate, uh, we're back on subject here. Andrew sure. Lowell, uh, let, we, we should do this again sometime before the election. We're up against the break at the top of the hour here, but uh, half hour goes really fast on radio here, right? <laughs> anyway, let's do this again sometime before the election because it'd be really nice after 12, uh, 10 years of being represented by Democrats here in this district uh, completely without a break to actually air back on the side of sanity. It's direly needed in St. Paul. So thanks for coming out here today. Absolutely. Uh, one more time with the website. Uh, so it's going to be Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, the number four, and Senate, all one word, dot com. And, and I will, that's it. I will post that at shotinthedark.info. Uh, for those of you who, who need the help with that much here, uh, and who, who used to go in there, I'll get that out there by the end of the show here. And yeah, yeah let's see if we can uh, get a little more free publicity from Ken Martin here for things that are completely made up. I think that's going to be my mission for the day here. Stephen Lowell, thanks for joining us here today. Thank you for having me. Uh, we'll do this again soon. When we come back, let's talk about uh, <laughs> the, the, the way the Democrats treat citizens these days. Oh, no, I'm a little upset about this, folks. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. 800-457-9220. That's 800-457-9220. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. 
It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon whenever you want cash out with paypal and e-gift card or transfer the money directly into your bank account download the free upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas use promo code salem for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill up that's promo code s-a-l-e-m remember use promo code salem when you download the free upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas cash back not available in gas in jersey AM 1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.